Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy Blether and I'm your host Kirsty Taylor. So this week on the pod we have um, the wonderful Zali coming on to chat all about emotional healing. So please do stay tuned for that interview later on in the episode. But now let's hop into our intro. So first up, everyone's favourite, and I say that because really it's my favourite, so surely it must be everyone else's favourite, Small Wonder of the Week. I feel like we need like a jingle or something for that, very like a la gals on the go I suppose, but I just think that would be cool if it had like a transition, but it is what it is. So my Small Wonder of the Week for this week is um crunchy snow and that's not like a weird cereal or something just um obviously I'm in Scotland or if you didn't know I'm in Scotland and um it's been snowing quite a bit here and um but I love the snow when it crunches you know when you walk and it's like (laughs) that wasn't probably a very good sound effect but hopefully you get you get what I'm going for so yeah, Crunchy Snow is this week's Small Wonder of the Week. Um, I've been trying to post some Small Wonders that are like visual on um, our Instagram. I'm trying to up the Instagram game. So please do check that out at Fancy Blather. Um, repost when you're listening. That would be cool. Give us a review. We might even start Reviewer of the Week at some point. I don't own an Apple device, but when I do, then I can see the Apple podcast <laughs> reviews. Um, yeah, so... Up next is what we are engaging with. So I have recently watched, and I think I'm going to watch it again, to be honest, um, a film on Netflix called Penguin Bloom. And I highly recommend it to everyone to watch. Um, my mom and I watched it last night and I fell in love with it. It's um it is a it's an emotional roller coaster, but it's worth it. And um it's based on a true story, and um I'm a big biopic gal, so I highly suggest checking that out. Yeah. Um, so then up next is basically before I get into our poem of the week, I've decided I don't really like our news section anymore at the moment, just with everything going on right now. Um, like the today in history thing just wasn't really working for me either because it wasn't ever really that positive. And um yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. And then the positive news, it was just always very like related to coronavirus and I just was tired of speaking about it. So um, I put an Instagram poll up. So if you are listening on Monday or even on Tuesday, it'll be up for 24 hours. And you can go and vote for whether or not we should add a dad joke feature or a small business spotlight to the intro Um to replace the news feature essentially um so please let us know at our instagram what's going on fancy about other sorry i'm plugging our instagram a lot today um so up next is a poem and i found this on instagram back to my back to the og days of finding all our poems on instagram because that is the way forward always so um it's by a user called mary amakan 060 So I'm guessing that maybe her first name is Mary and her second name is Amkan. Um, Hopefully the pronunciation was correct. Um, And yeah, I will tag her username 
in the show notes for you to check her out on Instagram. She's a blogger and um, I found this poem and I just thought it was perfect. It's just a nice little short one. So it's called Forgive Yourself First. Forgive yourself first. Release the need to replay a negative situation over and over again in your mind. Don't become a hostage to your past by always reviewing and reliving your mistakes. Don't remind yourself of what should have, could have, or would have been. Release it and let go. Move on. So yeah, that's just a little poem for you there. That's our poem of the week this week. So don't forget to check her out on Instagram, which, as I said, I will have linked in the show notes. Now we are going to crack on into... Oh, actually, before we do that, um, so uh, updates with me. I know I do that every once in a while. What's going on with me, etc. Um, I'm still living La Vida Loca. Um, I don't actually know what that means. Uh, I this is a song, but I don't know what it means. Actually, you know, I'm going to Google it right now. This is a very stream of consciousness um, intro, if you hadn't noticed. Living La Vida Loca meaning the crazy life. That's oh, pretty accurate. I'm still living La Vida Loca with my parents um, back home with the neighbor's cat. Actually, he's in the room right now. He's probably not going to say hi. And um, I'm here for another week yeah a week tomorrow I'm leaving so one more episode from here I'm doing a solo episode next week so stay tuned um imagine this intro but for way longer <laughs> see what it'll turn out like but um yeah and then hopefully if everything goes well tomorrow I will be back in a primary school um two weeks today oh my gosh yeah two weeks today so that's super exciting and fingers crossed so those are the updates. There's not much else happening, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I'm getting back into writing again, though. So check out my poetry Instagram at observe, absorb, write. I'll link it in the show notes, too. But anyway, I need to stop plugging things. So let's crack on now into the wonderful interview with Zali. Hi all, just Kirsty jumping in here to give you our charity spot of the week. So as per usual, it is picked by our guests. So this week, Zali picked um, Agape International Missions Stop Human Trafficking. So you can find them at aimfree.org, which of course I will have linked in the show notes. So um, it is very much what it says in the tin. So it's all about stopping human trafficking. Um, This is a little bit about them here. Girls as young as seven years old are being sold for sex every night. This is absolutely unacceptable, so we relentlessly rescue, heal, and empower them to be free from trafficking. So if you have a look at their website, which, as I said, is aimfree.org, you can find out more about them. You can join the fight, as they say. Um, Check out what, like, read more about the issue. Um, Read what their fight is and what that involves um join them through apparel you can design custom gear you can partner with them you can serve on a team get involved in whatever way you can um they have stories there if you're interested in reading that to learn more and of course naturally as always you can donate so again that is agape international missions or aim for short and it's aimfree.org okay enjoy the rest of the episode 
So we are now going to be joined by Zali, who is an intuitive awakening mentor helping women emotionally heal to live a life of purpose. I also just wanted to give a little trigger warning for you all here. There is um, discussion throughout this interview that uh, like kind of touches on um, sexual abuse, on um, suicide and also on mental health illnesses in general so if you're not in a place where this is the right listen for you please feel free to click out now but yeah enjoy the rest of the episode hi Zali and welcome to the podcast it is lovely to have you here with us this week how are you doing today pretty good looking to get a new haircut so yeah (laughs) what haircut are you thinking of getting well I think just adding more layers maybe more like face framing go a little different than just plain and straight nice that sounds cool perfect so we'll just hop into the question so the first question I have for you today is um what is an intuitive awakening mentor what does that mean like what what does that entail Yeah, so being an intuitive awakening mentor is not necessarily super specific to um, like anything as much as say Mm -hmm. like you're a Reiki person or you do this certain thing. Uh, So an intuitive awakening mentor can loosely be described as somebody who uses their intuition and or spiritual connection to help people work through blocks that they find in their life to awaken their own sense of intuition and really help them get a feel for their body versus their mind. Perfect. Amazing. That sounds so cool. So um, you speak quite a bit about energy healing and like you do energy healing quite a lot. And I was wondering, like, how did you how did you first get into energy healing? Maybe for listeners at home who maybe are not very familiar with energy healing, you could tell us like a little bit about what that entails and then how you kind of found it, if you like. Certainly. Yeah. So energy healing energy healing goes off of the basis that everything on this earth and on this planet has energy. So have Mm -hmm. you ever like walked into a room and you just immediately like know the tone and have everybody's Mm -hmm. feeling in the room? Yeah. 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 So that's, yeah. Right. So that's a really simple way that we felt energy and that's kind of how energy Mm -hmm. healing works is being able to go through that energy and figure out where blocks are, figure out where, we store these emotional wounds within our lives, even past mm-hmm. lives too, if you go into that. Um, so as for how I got into it, <laughs> yeah, my story started quite young at nine years old and mm-hmm. I was suicidal at nine years old. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, which isn't, you know, most nine-year-olds are not suicidal, but this lasted up until the age of about 15. And through that time, I saw probably about five different you know like talk therapist traditional therapy and it didn't work you know it didn't work for that whole time and I didn't really leave a session feeling any better and there's a point where I was in school and I just hit my all-time low and you know we saw one other therapist my mom just looked at me after that session was like this just isn't working it's not (laughs) so Mm -hmm. Since my town, uh, my hometown is super like hippie alternative, you know, small California hippie town in the mountains. Um, So from there, we kind of knew a bit about energy healing, like Reiki, which is super kind of like the most entry level energy healing, uh, like acupuncture too. Um, And so we knew our contacts from there and they kind of like directed us. I saw maybe about four other people 
Uh, and then I finally found my one mentor who I worked with for three years, who after the first session, like it was an immediate difference and it explained everything that I felt. It explained why I felt so suicidal and depressed and it just explained everything in my life the way that no therapist or psychologist mm-hmm. could. Amazing. I'm so glad that you find something as well that worked because I think that, yeah, that's that's so good that you were able to find somebody that was useful. Um, so how do you, obviously you've just spoken a little bit about your personal experience, particularly like being a woman and having to like emotionally heal. And I think um, women often struggle more. I know some men do too, but I think it's more of a problem in uh, the lives of women to like emotionally heal from things. So how do you help women to emotionally heal? What do you, what is it you do to kind of help people um, in the same way your mentor helped you, I suppose? Yeah, so it's, yeah, so it's a little bit more uh, like spiritual in this way. But when I connect with people on the first call, I am able to connect with their spirit guides, which are kind of mm-hmm. like these little uh, like your spiritual crit pit crews. So the ones that if you have, you know, a hint of wisdom or mm-hmm. you really get a feeling from and you just feel like something's right or you need to start doing something and it has like, it feels like a little voice talking in your head that's kind of doesn't feel like yours, but it feels like, it feels like there's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I connect with people's guides and through their guides, their guides kind of like direct me as to what things we do within a session. So this can be things like going through chakras and doing mm-hmm. uh, a really good one I do often is located in the second chakra. And this relates a lot to sexual energy. So going through and releasing any sexual trauma by way of basically removing the energy from the body, really uh, releasing that energy and and feeling the energy within people Mm -hmm. so yeah (laughs) amazing that's so cool so why do you think it is so important particularly for women um I suppose for men to to emotionally heal like why why is this an essential part of kind of like an important change that people need to make in your life in their lives Right. So usually around the ages of 30 and 50 are when people have these points where they're just wondering, what is my purpose? What am I actually doing here? And what what am I here for? Mm -hmm. And this is kind of where that point of energy healing comes in, where we felt all these things. We've probably lived our life for some other people doing jobs we had to do, uh, going to uni, if that was your thing at 30 and your parents kind of forced you into it. Uh, maybe you've had kids, you've lived, you know, you've, your kids have grown up, gone to uni and you're like, what do I do now? And yeah. you're kind of left with your own feelings, right? So especially mm-hmm. with quarantine and Corona, you know, you found out you're left with your own, with your own feelings more. And so with this way, our life has all these little, even like smaller traumas, like, uh, you know, like another kid stealing your lunch money or, mm-hmm. you know, a parent ripping up a drawing that you made or something or okay. seeing throw it in the bin. yeah <laughs> yeah so all these little moments within our life can kind of build up to this place where we create these stories about ourselves that we think we're not worthy or we think that we're not deserving of love and these are the things that generally come up around those ages where we're like what is it that I actually want like what is it that I actually want to feel in my life what's going to give me purpose and mm-hmm. so that's where a lot of this comes in Oh, amazing. Yeah. And I think that's a good point as well that you made that it's not always such like a big thing that's a catalyst. It can just be like smaller things that you kind of push down and never, never address, particularly from like when you were younger. Um, so how did you change your own life by following your heart? I know you've spoken a bit before, but um, 
like um you moved to Finland for love you said and um you also changed your own life by following your heart so I'd love to know like the story behind that and also like how is Finland kind of thing if you see what I mean yeah so yeah okay so I worked with the mentor for three years and that Mm -hmm. already transformed my whole emotional state and you know literally saved my life but from that point onwards when I left my mentor I went to uni for probably about six months (laughs) didn't last very long Um, but I went to uni for about six months and was met with the worst roommates I've ever had worst roommates and it kind of sparked this thing of where like I need to do something else I don't want to live in America I have two foreign parents so my mom's always complaining especially during U.S. election years how much she Mm -hmm. wants to go home (laughs) so the drive in me to leave the country is pretty high and since uni just wasn't working like let's look at options so I went to I went up looking to be an au pair and Mm -hmm. I was like looking for countries to go to and where to go to. And I had about 12 families that wanted me to go there after interviews. And I was like, where, where do I go? Yeah. And I just kind of put it out there. Yeah. And pretty much like the next day I was sitting in a university coffee shop and I got this email from this university I, I looked at when I was uh, probably about two years ago, looking at unis that was in Finland. Mm-hmm. And I got an email, hadn't heard from them about six months. And it said, are you ready to go to Finland? And I was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <Sign."> <laughs> yeah. <I'm fake." laughs> so I just decided to go up and pack it to Finland and uh, met my boyfriend of two and a half years here, basically my second week. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. So went there, um, there's a point to, there's multiple points being no pair where life is just difficult. Au pair life is weird. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever done it. No, I haven't. <laughs> I can't say I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I recommend it, but it's, it's a good life experience. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, yeah, I love so, that. Yeah, so with the au pair thing, you know, the, I, I was had this one family who was super religious, which is really mm-hmm. rare for Finland because they're not a super religious country Mm -hmm. Uh, but this family is super religious like kind of American in a way where you you know walk into their home and you know immediately yeah because there's like a cross in the toilet there's like a cross in the entryway okay yeah (laughs) yeah and so there's that point there where they you know their kids really liked playing with my crystals and with kind of more my spiritual things and for them that was like their kids playing with the devil (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah pretty yeah so they uh pretty much ended up like firing me for it and I was supposed to there for a year and I only was there for three months and Mm -hmm. I was like I feel like I really need to stay with this guy like this seems really good and Mm -hmm. I had like two no less than two weeks to figure out like something and I I just need something to work like this this feels right like I feel like I need to be here Mm -hmm. and I found a family they kind of just like asked me like hey do you want to be a repair and that was like the day before I was about to leave uh, to go back home (laughs) so it all just all just fell into place (laughs) amazing Um, and there's another Mm -hmm. yeah go yeah, there was another time too when uh, my boyfriend's work moved him to Italy and I went back home to make some money because au pair pay is pretty low. 
and yeah. you know I decided that I was going to move with him to Italy and I had no <laughs> no job there no guarantee don't speak yeah. Italian speak Spanish which helps um I was like I just I need to go and I'm like I'm just gonna figure it out I'm gonna become like an English teacher and I just had this idea that I was just gonna go there and it was gonna happen and we ended up you know trying about six different homes to, like apartments to yeah. live in and the one thing that we could get because everything else you know we called the next and like oh it's taken but the one place we were able to get was like a five minute walk from a language school where I ended up teaching English and that was what I was saying I was gonna do and we didn't know that <laughs> at the start but yeah yeah ended up nice I love that um so do you have any stories from uh, the different women you've helped and different things that have worked for them and like the difference energy healing um has made to them so maybe you just like you could talk about one client or if you have more than one story feel free I think it's also nice for the listeners to know like that different things work for different people rather than like one size fits all mm. kind of thing so I don't know if you want to speak to that a little bit yeah so mm, there's an interesting one with a new client that I signed mm -hmm. on recently and she's struggled with social anxiety since she was I think 16 years old. And so for her, we had our first call yesterday and she never goes on like Zoom calls because that's how she has to you know, do it as most of us. And she's like, I never go on Zoom calls and put the video on. But mm -hmm. through some of our energy healing work, especially with her lower body, there's lots of stuck energy there from sexual trauma. Um, she got like the courage to, you know, put on her Zoom video and like show herself and uh, she also when she walks down the street uh, to go to the store she gets so overwhelmed and just feels like she feels everything from everybody mm -hmm. and she's like I can't go more than 10 minutes outside but with our work that we did yesterday too really releasing a lot of that sexual trauma energy that was still in her body she'd gone to some therapist you know you talk it but some of that energy is still stored there mm -hmm. so we were able to release that and she was able to go like to the store and back with her son and not feel like anything she didn't she felt okay to speak to the cashier and uh even it's her amazing. daughter who has yeah <laughs> and her daughter is also um suicidal at nine years old too mm -hmm. which is interesting and uh once we did that work she's she messaged me like an hour later she's like i hear my daughter like laughing and singing and she hasn't done that in like four years <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting that she must really feed off of the energy that her mum kind of has, because I can yeah. imagine that that would have kind of an impact on a child. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, perfect. Um, so just finally, what advice? Obviously, we're all going through a pretty hard time, like for different reasons. I think the overall arching reason for people right now is the is the situation of the world um but I feel like different people have different things going on within that um so I feel like a lot of people whether today or not they're feeling that way have like throughout the course of this experience have felt quite emotionally drained and I was just wondering if you have any kind of like top tips if you like for people who are feeling emotionally drained right now because I think it, it comes in waves some people feel it at different times but I think the world has definitely taken a hit on everyone's emotions recently so I was wondering if you have any any advice for our listeners yeah so the first one 
is if you're feeling something really heavy and you feel like you need to cry, cry. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> That's <a> great. <laughs> because the more we try and choke those things down, the things that make us feel like we're alone, the things that make us feel like there's no hope, especially if we're struggling financially, it's a lot to deal with. It's a huge burden. And the more we choke it down, the more we just let it, like the more we let it take over our bodies, the more we feel that fear within ourselves. And if we just listen to it, hear what this fear has to say, that in that way, we just kind of address it. We can speak to it a bit. We can look at it objectively a little bit and just see that, okay, like I'm scared that this is going to happen. Like this is okay. These are my fears. And then you can just like ask yourself, well, I know that this is, this is happening right now, but what things, what are my own strengths that have got me mm -hmm. through tough times in my life before? And just knowing that you have that power already. Amazing. I love it. Perfect. So just to finish off our interview, where can our listeners find you? Like, where are you? Like, shut yourself out, what are your ads? What's your website? Things like that. So just plug yourself. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. So I'm most active in my Facebook group. It's called mm -hmm. Spiritual Awakening Support Group. Uh, so if you just look that, there's like a little green or what is it? Not green, orange kind of banner with it. And it's Spiritual Awakening Support Group. And that's where I hang out the most and do lots mm -hmm. of free live videos and trainings and workshops. Uh, Instagram, um, kind of fallen off of Instagram a bit, not as much my favorite platform, uh, but it's at Energy by Zali. And then website is energybyzali.com as well. Perfect. And I'll have that linked in the show notes below as well. So everyone can find the links there if they didn't remember, didn't write them down fast enough or something. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us this week, Sally. It's been so lovely to talk to you. And I hope you um, enjoyed chatting as well. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem at all. And uh, thanks everyone at home for listening. You can find... us on Instagram as well, just at Fancy Blather or um, check out our website, www.fancyblather.com. Uh, thank you everyone. Have a good week. Bye.